This podcast is sponsored by Slow Wave. Are you looking for more calm and less stress in your day? The world is chaotic and distractions are everywhere. It's easier for me to be creative when I feel calm. And that's why I'm really into the new modern CBD experience from Slow Wave. This new brand designed a CBD line to help creators feel calm and centered, to be more creative, stay focused, and do their best work. I usually start my day with their Super Halo Day Blend gummies and a cup of coffee, and it really helps me get dialed in so I can get more done. Visit slowwave.com and use the code BETTERYET15 to save 15% off your order. Welcome to Better Yet. I'm Tim Crisp, your host. Better Yet is a conversation that started in 2016, and it's a conversation that continues this week with my guest, Liquid Mike Maple. Beaming in from the Upper Peninsula, the brain behind one of my favorite records of this year. Thank you for joining us. Thanks to all who are subscribing the show on your podcast player of choice i'd like to invite you to visit our website betteryetpod.com and check out our youtube page youtube.com slash at betteryetpod how we doing today i'm drinking that dagger mountain coffee daggermountain.com follow them on instagram at dagger mtn coffee my favorite coffee roaster in the u.s of a right here in Valparaiso, Indiana, the home of Better Yet, since October of 2020, I'm drinking a brand new Columbia La Reserva tasting notes of nectarine, ambrosia, and lemon lime. Pick yourself up a bag at daggermountain.com. How are we doing, Bubba's? Excited to have Liquid Mike on the show this week. I was just out in Allentown, Pennsylvania, celebrating my grandmother's 90th birthday. Happy birthday, Grandma Margie. Got to go to one of my favorite record stores in the country, Double Decker, in Allentown. Got me a copy of Sultans of Sentiment by the Van Pelt. Been listening to that record a lot this week. Fall is upon us. Leaves are changing. We are sponsored by Slow Wave CBD. Slow Wave is a brand new CBD brand that specializes in crafting CBD products for creative people. It helps you feel calm, centered, and inspired. Slow Wave CBD helps me get into the creative zone for the podcast and for my other creative ventures. This is a high quality product, third party tested. Edibles are fully vegan and they taste great too. Follow them 
on Instagram at shopslowwave and visit shopslowwave.com and use the code betteryet15 to save 15% on your order. All right, my guest this week is Mike Maple. Mike is the singer, songwriter, and namesake of his band, Liquid Mike. Liquid Mike released an album earlier this year called Self-Titled. It's a record that I've been coming back to consistently since it came out earlier in March. It's a fantastic collection of power pop tunes that remind me of Fountains of Wayne, Teenage Fan Club, Guided by Voices, along with Ovens and the music of Tony Molina. Like a lot of people, Self-Titled was my introduction to the band, but I come to find out that there is a lot of material out there from Liquid Mike. Along with Mike's old band, We Should Be Laughing, there was so much to dive into, and I had a great time listening to Mike's music, getting ready for this interview. Not a lot of information out there on this Mike Maple, but I don't think that's going to be the case much longer. He had a nice write-up in Stereo Gum this week, and Liquid Mike released a brand new single called Mousetrap. Go check that out. You can buy the self-titled album on vinyl from Kitchy Spirit. Go to kitchyspirit.bandcamp.com. First pressings of that are available. I would get on that while you still can. Thank you for listening to Better Yet. We'll see you in two weeks. For now, here's me and Liquid Mike. You're a well-kept secret. Yep. And this is the this is the tell-all. This is going to be. We're going to be the big source of information. All these people finding out about this Liquid Mike record, just mm-hmm. like me. Like, where does this guy come from? And they find out that there's this treasure trove of recordings up in Marquette. Oh, yeah. There's I no shortage. <laughs> <laughs> so, coming to us from Marquette, Michigan, Mike Maple is on the podcast. Hi, Mike. Hello. Welcome to Better Yet. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So, have you watched the new Joe Paris special? Was there a new hour? He's oh got? yeah. Oh yeah. No, Brand I haven't. New hour. I haven't seen it. I saw he uh, he was on tour last year, and he actually came because his show takes place in Marquette. Yeah. Um. So he did an hour here, and it was. I went. It was awesome. Dude, that's so cool. I love that show so much. That's do you? Good. I mean. Yeah, do you get that like all the time? Like, oh, Marquette, Joe Para. No, I feel like people still don't really know what that show is. Like, you know, that's like the closest kind of cultural reference point to Marquette, and it's still like a, you know, it's a pretty obscure show. Relatively obscure. Yeah, I, we didn't get into it until like, I think last year we just like popped it on one day, and of course I just, we've watched it four or five times over mm-hmm. since we watched it. I've ran into him once. I think oh, for was, real? Yeah, he was um, our I I I'm a mailman up here, so I kind of like walk oh, around cool. all day. But uh, he was outside shovel. I think he was standing at his buddy's house or something. Uh-huh. I you know you know him when you see him. Yeah, he looked he looked Those exactly shoulders. like he was filming the show. Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty stiff. Um, but I was like, holy shit, it's him! And I just said hi, Joe, and he looked like, oh, hi. <laughs> he just said hi, which is you know pretty on brand. Yeah. To your mailman. How long have you been a mailman? Like two and a half years. That's is that a good gig? It's not bad. It's not bad. You see yeah. some, you see funny shit all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's weird. It's kinda like you see like a like a time lapse 
of like people's lives all the time because you see them at the same time every day Uh uh-huh so like you know (laughs) i've seen like you know spouses are like throwing their partner stuff out on the lawn sometimes and sometimes dog you know it's sad you see old dogs and they're just not there one day too and oh so it's it's kind of weird you just get like you're like the gossip guy or something (laughs) but it's not bad are you on foot or in a in a little car i do it all i'm just kind of they throw me around and (laughs) i do whatever so did you grow up in the upper peninsula uh no pretty close um yeah it's like the i grew up in the top of wisconsin a town called ashland it's pretty close to duluth minnesota Uh um but that's where i grew up but i've been living in the up for about eight years now i went to school uh in houghton which is like the next town over and then to marquette like three years ago so your folks still what was the name of the town in wisconsin ashland yeah they still live there yeah what what do they do um my dad's a machinist and uh my mom was like a stenographer oh cool yeah it's a good gig yeah not you know pretty niche yeah for sure my friend martine was training to be a stenographer i'd go over to her house and we would just watch seinfeld and she'd be practicing steno oh yeah yeah Yeah, it makes no sense it makes no sense to me it's all like uh it's gibberish you Uh know because you know she showed me the like the printout of you know the whatever the transcript is and it's just nonsense i don't know how you you know (laughs) the computer then turns it into english or whatever but yeah it's weird you have siblings yep i'm at my sister's house right now actually because oh my my internet's on the fritz so i had (laughs) no (laughs) it sucks yeah so she's up there in marquette with you then yep Mm-hmm. That's Live in cool. the same town. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Yeah, we're best buds. That rocks. Was there music in the house when you were growing up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, nonstop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mostly, I just remember in the car all the time. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Your dad make tapes? My mom did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I'm trying to remember what was on. Like, uh, I remember like a lot of Sheryl Crow and like Lenny Kravitz and John <laughs> John Mayer. Just like yeah. mom rock and stuff, but <laughs> but she liked grunge and like the Stones and stuff, and yeah, my dad was into like the hair metal stuff, and so it's good, sp- good big spread. What kind of what were his favorite? Uh, was he a GNR head? No, I remember he liked. I feel like he likes Rat and stuff oh. like that. Oh he's, no, <laughs> he's got. <laughs> but then the, on the like on the flip side, he's like. I feel like he's always been into like the AM, like seventies, like soft rock at the same time. Mm, like mm-hmm. I remember that, like Beach Boys and Ten CC, yeah, stuff like that. He's got he's got the dichotomy thing going. He likes the the hard and the soft, <laughs> nothing in between. Um, what about you? Do you remember like getting into music on your own? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. I remember like just like listening to the radio and stuff and hearing songs and like asking for CDs. Yeah. What were some of the first things that like, that you remember getting, getting stoked on? Oh, I'm trying to think. I think like my first favorite one was, um, Don McLean, uh, American (laughs) pie. When I was like four that I just remember, like I'd sing that song all the, all the time. It's like the longest song ever too. It is. It's like eight minutes long. Yeah, I don't. Rem- I didn't remember any of the verses. It's just like, by the time the hook comes around, it's like I could remember that. 
that's that's no problem what about like like what was the first music that you heard that like made you want to pick up an instrument oh like probably AC/DC. if it wasn't don mclean <laughs> it was not don mclean definitely yeah. not acdc for sure dude hell yeah yeah i just i like just got into back in black like a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago i was like this is maybe the best sounding record that i've ever heard oh yeah yeah me and my buddy uh rj are always talking about like that's just such a good like 11 year old band and then you like you step away from it and then you come back to it and you're like i had it right all along (laughs) i was right the first time (laughs) this band fucking rocks or shit can i swear i don't yeah we got the little e and everything cool perfect nice but yeah that that shit rocks yeah, so what you 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 heard that and you're like, I gotta get an SG and a schoolboy outfit. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, except for the, the I was like, yeah, not very fashion forward. But yeah, the guitar. That was the same time like Guitar Hero was popular too. So that was like, oh yeah, you know, it was like guitars were in. Oh, like, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that was a that was a good time to get into it when you're 12, and it stuck. I was one of the you know one in five kids where it like sticks. Yeah. Were there um were there kids that were like around that were playing music too? Yeah, All my best do it. Yeah, my buddy Ryan, we could both got him at the same time and we would we'd play him a lot, but we never had I don't remember like um getting into bands until way later. Yeah. Until like high school and stuff, I think. That was when we really started like jamming with people. What were what were like your high school bands? Were you in a punk? I was into like everyone at my school liked like rap. Yeah, it was, same, it was same with me too. That's all I like listened to. So I was way into like making beats first. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, that was like the most fun because then you kind of learn how to write a song, or I mean at least the structure and stuff. But yeah, I didn't totally. even I didn't really start a, like a high school band until like I think my senior year, and we were just you know dicking around making like Ween songs. Like really oh, weird, just awful. trying to make each other laugh and stuff. What rap were you into? Um, let me see. So like, Odd Future was awesome. Oh fuck! I yeah. remember, I remember really, really liking that. And that new Earl like, sweatshirt is fucking great. I haven't heard it yet, actually. It's, it's on so my good. list. Yeah, but I like that. I like Danny Brown and yeah, I love um, Danny Brown. That dude's a psycho. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> like Hobson, I remember liking too a lot. I <laughs> a lot of that stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you gotta take the good with the bad. I liked the edgy. I liked the edgy rap a lot. Oh sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then That's like all the, the times, yeah. all the Flying Lotus stuff, all the weird. Mm-hmm. I like the weird and the edgy stuff. It seemed like. Yeah. So when you were growing up, like, would you go? Where would you go to see shows? Mm. I didn't see shows. Really. <laughs> <laughs> no uh there was like um i'm trying to remember there was not like a whole lot to see in town uh, i mean it just wasn't that kind of place mm-hmm. um but there was like this there's this place in bayfield which is like a couple towns over it's like a big retirement destination for like um you know older rich people mm-hmm. but they had like a um it was like a non-profit kind of venue where like the people just funded the what acts were going to come in like yeah so it was all like kind of washed up 70s bands but i went to a lot of those shows i worked there too Uh so i like 
it was like America and oh, I'm trying Jesus. to rem- yeah. remember what else. Like Lyle Lovett. Like shit I was not into, but I like every <laughs> like once a year like a cool band would show up. Mm-hmm. Um like I saw Low. Oh they cool. they played there because they're from Duluth, so it made sense yeah, for yeah. them to like come that way. And like Willie would Willie was there one year. Nelson? But, yeah. All right. Yeah. He'll play anything, right? As long as there's like money and weed. Yeah. You could smell yeah. You could smell <laughs> his tour bus like every time you'd walk around it. He was fun. That he was chill. He just had his like family playing with him, you know. Yeah, for and it sure. Was just a, it was a pretty wholesome show. There was no all the lights were like all the way on, fully uh-huh. lit. You'd see all the wrinkles. <laughs> it was cool. So was We Should Be Laughing your first band? Um, I had one in high school. It was called the Defeating the Purpose. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. 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 It's a good a blank, high school blank band the name. Blank name. Yeah. yeah, right. I'm sure. And that stuff's still like floating around there. I don't believe in taking your shit down. I think you got to like suck you it up. And, it. You yeah. got to own it up to it. And that stuff's bad. Um, <laughs> but I was, yeah, I had a lot of fun with that band. But yeah, We Should Be Laughing was the first time I feel like I like, um, you know, I had a group of people and we kind of like figured it out how to make like a decent song. Yeah. How did that band start? Um, me and my, me and Maya were like, um, Maya's the bass player in that band and we were both in the same program. We started like in an audio kind of program. Were you in college? Um, we were in college. Yeah. And they finished it. I quit halfway through oh. <laughs> I it. I, I like switched <laughs> into something else, but yeah, we were best friends and we were just always like, um, they were always into like college radio and doing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were always just like, we just loved music, like that, that kind of culture and music and stuff. Yeah. But we're like, let's just make, let's just make this shit. So we did. What were some of the bands that y'all connected on? Cause I feel like we should be laughing. It's, it's like a nice hybrid of, Liquid Mike and some of the emo that comes out in like Coach Klein mm-hmm. and Drain County. Whoa, you did find it all, dude! I told you I'm a research <laughs> guy. I listened yeah. to as much as I could that was connected to you in some way, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of that. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah, we both liked um, definitely like Radiator Hospital was big hell for yeah, us. dude. Um, Fucking yeah. love Radiator Hospital. They're playing shows. I in know. a couple of weeks, I'm excited to go see them. It's been a long I would time. Lo- I would love to see them. I've never yeah. had the the chance. But they it's were a Michigan band at one band. point. I yeah. feel like right. Yeah, he like started out in Michigan. Thing. Yeah. yeah. That and then like Waxahachie and Modern yeah. Baseball. We liked all that stuff. And I love those Modern Baseball records. I know. Yeah, those are. I feel like I've aged out of a lot of that. Like. Stop. I've oh, never I, been, like, I was into... already out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was, was already super... too old for it. Yeah, but... I was never super into emo music, but that band and like always kind of appealed to me for some reason. I don't know why, but yeah, it was like they're yeah. writing great songs. They are. They got the an- they got the whole anthem thing down, but then they can mm-hmm. you know switch it up. Mm-hmm. People know about that. Joyce Manor too, stuff like that. Yeah. We like What's your favorite Joyce Manor song? I think the new album is the best album. Dude, for I like real? 40, I think 40 Answers is like... I like all like the... I don't like the self-titled at all either. And Oh, really? Yeah, Zach's... He, uh, the Liquid Mike bass player is always like, I can't believe you don't like that album. 
Yeah, that's He's my always shit. I know. I it's grown on me, but I think f- like forty ounces is just such a like perfect listen all the way through. Dude, I'll have to I go like, back to it. I because mm-hmm. I liked I didn't like Million Dollars to right. Kill Me when it came out, and then That's I listened the to it one. again, and I was like, you know what? There's some good shit on here. Mm-hmm. We hold we hold people to like such high standards. You make one great record, it's like impossible to make. I know something. <laughs> people being like, Meh. yeah, I like that one, and I like the. <laughs> Of all things, I like the weird ones. Yeah, I like of all things. That's probably my favorite record of theirs. Yeah, short albums are just good, you know. Yes, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, you were in an audio engineering program. Where'd you say you were going to school? Michigan Tech. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that makes sense because I think was like, did you record all of that stuff yourselves? Yep, just in our like bedrooms or practice spaces and stuff. Dude, hell yeah. I yeah. mean, was that something that you you were always interested in? Yeah, I feel like recording? I only wrote songs just so I could record them. Yeah. Like that, that was the motivation forever. It was like just to have something to record. Because it was fun to... That shit's just fun. It's like yeah. working on a Lego project or something, making it all fit. <laughs> and yeah, we got a lot of practice with that. Y'all did a lot, like in a short amount of time. For sure, Yeah. That was like our thing. There's not a lot to do up in in Houghton, especially if you're not like if you're not way into rocks or like mushrooms or like <laughs> like I mean like edible mushrooms, not like tripping. yeah yeah yeah. Um, there's like or like you know rock climbing. It's like right. I don't know. You got to find something to do that's not drinking. And you weren't touring. No, I've never, I've never toured. Yeah, I've barely not played. even with Liquid Mike. No, I, we haven't even played outside of Michigan yet. <laughs> That's fucking wild, dude. I know. Is it something gotta, you like to do? For sure. Yeah, that's yeah. in the it's in the works, but like up until now, it hasn't like appealed to me. I kind of missed like the. I feel like being a road dog kind of thing. I was I should have been mm-hmm. younger and and doing it, but I never did. Well, I wonder and if now, like not going to too many shows, like when you're growing up too, it's like not as you know ingrained in you right yeah it's always just been about the record but i love i love playing live for sure i love seeing a good band too i feel like i've like uh you know been more motivated to go see shows in the second half you know after college especially was there a scene in houghton for sure yeah there was like um surprisingly it was like it could it was pretty diverse because michigan tech is like a it's like a 70 percent male college so it's like mm-hmm. pretty pretty dude heavy uh-huh. which you know it's whatever but there was like a you know there was like some queer bands and femme bands that were around to like kind of mix it up which is always nice to see that yeah. on a show and everyone played together for the most part so it was like Usually you'd find one like, you know, someone's doing something a little different. I feel like small towns like that are kind of cool when there's a just collection of like weird people that maybe in a like in a city they would be, you know, sectioned off a little bit more um, Mm -hmm. precisely. But when you're in a small town like that, it's just like, yeah, whatever weirdo is doing 
whatever weird thing they're they're gonna, gonna get a platform shows together yeah. yeah which is cool yeah because you gotta um, fill the bill yeah dude totally mm-hmm. dude i listened to a lot of we should be laughing this week and i love those records i think yeah. that they're fucking great thanks yeah that was those was uh i learned a lot being in that band how to be like a you know good band member what do you mean by that like just a good a better like leader i think you know in a band yeah being like you know not being a shithead or whatever (laughs) you know i had i had people in the band that would be like you know don't be so it's such a control freak or don't be you know Mm -hmm. a dick let's figure this out together yeah so i i remember a lot of that that stuff very fondly feel like y'all went out on a high note too like beginner for life mm-hmm. is a very very good record i think it's the best one Thanks. that we did yeah. yeah that was a weird one because everyone yeah recorded it like remotely for the most part because it was i know, saw that it came that out sort of time 2020 yeah yeah so but it all came together pretty good surprisingly yeah i love that but, song perfect from the clutch oh thanks you got a lot of good driving songs thanks yeah i'm always talking about cars <laughs> for sure <laughs> i noticed that yeah you like how bob pollard's always talking about planes yeah i'm always, right? I'm always talking about cars <laughs> so and then um someone from liquid mike was in we should be laughing too am i right yep monica yeah mm-hmm. so so how did liquid mike start i guess we should be laughing was it like college is over We're yeah doing... it was kind of like maya moved away so i was like it was kind of our band yeah so once you know i didn't really want to keep the name because it felt like we should just end it on that yeah it was a good it was a good way i didn't feel like stealing it or what not it wouldn't be stealing but it was like a let's start fresh yeah definitely yeah and monica's my my girlfriend also so we've been living together for like five years oh hell yeah so and she's like the smartest one in the band so it's good to it's good to hang on to (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah she knows how to like figure out like yeah so why'd you why'd you move to marquette we just had friends there. That was it. Yeah, Monica lived in. She was living in St. Paul, um, for a year doing like some AmeriCorps stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think. And then like obviously the the pandemic thing happened, and like halfway through, and she just we were. I think we were both going to move to the Twin Cities actually. But um, then it's just like you didn't meet anybody. You couldn't meet like new people. So we were just like, let's go back and yeah, where we yeah. know people, where we had friends and. Zach is like, we knew him really well. And from bands, we, you know, Houghton and Marquette are close together. So we were always playing with bands. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, let's go somewhere where, you know, feels like home. But we knew, you know, know some people. I feel like there's a budding little scene, mm-hmm. budding little community of musicians up there. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just finding out about all this stuff because you play in so many bands. Yeah, there's like, there's a lot of cool stuff going on for sure yeah what have you seen well i think it's mostly just you know <laughs> drain county and um oh, heather's yeah. record 
Yep, Bands. Heather was in the band too back mm-hmm. on the first record, and yeah, she makes it mean she's like one of the best songwriters in town for sure. Just in the in the world, I would think. Yeah, I like her records a lot. Yeah, it's like one. It's like one take, and it's like, yep, that's it. That's just the song. That's kind of your thing too, right? Did I read yeah. that that you're? I'd like to. I'd like to be, but it's like it's not the first take for me. I'm, but it's like uh, I like to keep it pretty. Like let's move and let's keep this thing going all yeah. the time. Are you writing like all the time? Yeah, being a mailman is a pretty mindless job. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but you're you know. moving. I feel like mm-hmm. the movement like begets like just I don't know. Yeah tunes it, tunes but yeah <laughs> i love it i love right you know i love writing and you record like pretty at home once the song's yeah. written I, once the song's written we record it we don't like storm up we're just kind of like yeah once there's one it gets recorded which is kind of keeps it fresh i hate like batch recording stuff where it's where you got to do all the guitars in one day or, or like all in one session so you got like songs that are just in your head and you build it up, you wait too long. Yeah. The recording is going to feel like flat no matter what. You don't what. even like it. Yeah, you don't yeah. even like it by the time you get to it. Mike TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, you found those? Yeah, I found nice. those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, those are the those are the, you know, those are for the extreme fans out there. Yeah. That just got to get their fix <laughs> you got um it's all four track recordings what That's kind of machine track. are you using i got a it's a porta 07 oh nice it's a, it's a Tascam one but it's uh it's like covered in when i i, I got it on reverb like back in houghton because we used it on some of those we should be laughing records actually mm-hmm. but it's so sticky it like someone spilled like i don't know like vodka on it or something but like it just <laughs> Your skin sticks to it. It's so gross, but so that thing that thing's fun. Yeah, it just encourages like kind of let's do this in one take and be done with it. Mm-hmm. You can't punch in on it. Mm-mm. Is that what you use for? You can live forever in paradise on earth. Yep, that's the yeah, one. Dude, that sounds fucking great. Thanks. Yeah, it is slammed. Yeah, that record dude. It is loud and <laughs> hissy. I love I love the sound of that thing. Yeah, dude. Bright. I love both versions that you have of, of 45. I like the full band one. I love the oh, yeah, I one. For, I forgot the 45 one. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. on the Greenland EP, which everybody should listen to because it's fantastic. Thanks. There's some goofy ones on there. Yeah. But yeah. I forgot I I forgot about those. I love the uh in my room cover that you did for Mike TV. Oh yeah, that's for my dad. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's that soft rock. There it is. That's is his birthday. Or that was a Father's Day present. That's so cute. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do that. It gets. It's all so hard buying presents. It is for, it's tough for your adult dad sometimes oh my god i know father's day is always tough too because it's like you weren't in school so you didn't have like teachers there to like help you come up with a card Mm -hmm. that is a beautiful song though that is like 
the second I know. Song. It's a good little like deep cut that's still a hit or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's on I think it's, it's on, on all the like twenty, you know, essential. Endless summers. But, yeah. Uh-huh. It's so good though. So sad. I know. It's like you try not to think about like what's behind that song. Yeah. For Brian or something. I know. I know. It's like the meaning like just compounds as time goes by. Mm-hmm. So I guess for you, like what, you know, what's, what's the different, what differentiates Liquid Mike and, and we should be laughing other than Maya's not in the band. Kind of just the, the name. Yeah. It's just the. It's just a continuation an, for you. Yeah. And it's like, a, I feel like a, I kind of wanted to have my name in it. <laughs> yeah. I probably, I don't, yeah, but I picked a dumb name. <laughs> no, it's good. I li- no, I like it. It's a, I really it's a good like name. It. But uh, yeah, I didn't want to be Mike Maple. I wanted yeah, to sure. put some stank on it or something. You know? <laughs> what is like? Where where did Liquid Mike come from? Is that a nickname of yours? I never ask that. Question. No, no one's ever called me that. It's just R yeah. uh, R J is the first guitar player in the band. He, I think he just called me that one day. We just call each other dumb names all day uh-huh. when we'd hang out. <laughs> Like and then never repeat them, but that one kind of stuck. I've tried like like retconning the history of that name because like yeah. uh, I had like um, my first fish I got when I was like four. I got and I just named it Mike because that's my <laughs> name. So I was like, that could be maybe that could be the you know the revised history of that name. I just named it after a pet, but I didn't. It's just a got called it once and I was like, that's good. My first fish was named, I had two, they were named Doris and Tomley. Tomley? Yeah. I don't know where nice. it came from, but I think How it was old are you? I was very, very young, like three or four. Right. Yeah. Well, you had better imagination than I did. How long did they live? <laughs> Not long. I think, yeah. well, I think the, the story was that I left, um, I left the bowl on a windowsill. I think that they fried <laughs> they die from like the weirdest shit fish too. You can't do like they're so fragile. Yeah, it's like mine lived. Mike lived for three years. He was an old. That's amazing. Fish. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, it was a. Uh, he's a trooper, I guess. I hear uh, fountains of Wayne influence in the Liquid Mike material. Yeah, I think of- fountains of Wayne was like a late, like a later discover. I mean. Yeah, me I liked, too. Yeah, I liked I, like you love like uh, Stacy's mom as a kid. Yeah, because it's just it's so funny. And it's got that it's one such, awesome chord. Yeah, in the chorus. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then I was like, I don't think I would have liked it in high school or something. I was. Yeah. You know, I was busy listening to like Dinosaur Junior or something. I just wanted to like rock, or Odd Future or something, you know. <laughs> but then you, I yeah I could I really liked it since like college yeah they were a late discovery for me too and then i had like my dad used to make tapes that's why i asked Mm -hmm. if your dad made tapes um but radiation vibe was on a tape that i remember from like my childhood and i i didn't know that it was a fountains wayne song until i think after adam died and i like went back and checked him out i heard that song i was like oh holy shit I remember this yeah. tune that's like kind of been in my head for forever, but I love that band so much. Mm-hmm. 
I love when that happens when you're like you've always had a song that you've known but you've never known yeah who sings it and then you finally find it what i love about the stuff that you write and relating it to fountains of wayne it's like stuff like employee of the month and like getaway where it's Mm -hmm. very just like like mundane like i'm at my job and my job is mindless and so am i Mm -hmm. it's endless it's endless fodder for songs truly when you're the banal yeah it's great 100 grand but I too love, has like a real fountains of Wayne groove i know i didn't i didn't I, that was that album is such a like a mixed bag yeah kind of and i didn't really realize i kind of made that record before i got into that band and then i listened to that band i was like this band is all over the place yeah especially on like like interstate managers that album is dude they're so, like genre hopping yeah I love the I love like that 2003 country, country like production on that too. It's like the white stripes are big and someone's like, yeah, put this like guitar lead in here. Makes no mm-hmm. sense, but <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, they've got like w- country material, soul stuff. Mhm. I would have liked I think I would have liked that band as a kid. I should have got my first CD I ever got was a Bowling for Soup CD. I wish that would have gotten <laughs> I traded that out with the Fountains of Wayne CD or something. <laughs> That album is like when I was a kid. That was the first one I got, and like, I remember thinking like I love these like these melodies and like I like the vibe. I was like these, li-, but I was like they they curse too much and they're talking about sex. I was like this is. <laughs> I was like for a nine year old, I was like this is not cool. And then I have I have the same exact feeling on that now. It's like those lyrics are so bad. Yeah, that was the that was a band. That band happened. Yeah. <laughs> They they'll have like a good song until like the last line, and then they'll like ruin it with like one lyric. Those motherfuckers or something. I know, so sad. But I gotta I gotta respect I gotta respect them for being my first CDs. <laughs> I like that you're explicit with your influence by just like naming them in your song titles, like Teenage Fan Club oh. and Bunny Carlos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you might as well. Someone's gonna find out eventually. One time I saw Marshall Crenshaw in um, Normal, Illinois, and there was this rumor going around that Bunny Carlos was there. And it was just such a funny thing to just have like the room be like, Bunny Carlos is here. I heard Bunny Carlos is here. And then fucking Bunny Carlos comes out and they did uh, um, Surrender as the encore. It was fucking hilarious shit. Perfect song. (laughs) Speaking of drummers, Cody is a very great drummer. I think that's one of the yeah. biggest distinctions for uh, Liquid Mike is that Cody and you just seem to be kindred spirits. He's an animal. Yeah. He, I always talk. Yeah. He's like, we like for a lot of the records, we don't even like play him the songs before we record them. We just start recording them. For real? And he just like. Yeah, I'll just show him the like the track, and he'll play drums to it, and that's the drum track. Fucking he's insane. Awesome. He doesn't. Yeah, he's like he's got a mega mind. He like remembers where everything needs to go, and he just doesn't mess up. Mm-hmm. He's like the best like studio drummer ever, Dude, but just a good drummer. Yeah, man. hang on to that one. I know. I, he doesn't live here anymore, though. Oh, for real? Yeah, he lives in Bay City, which is more on the 
near Detroit. Uh huh. St- style Michigan. Um, we're very sad about that. Are you still recording with them? Mm hmm. Yeah, he comes up and records, and we're going to go. We, we see each other pretty often. But, uh, yeah, I just can't let him go. He's too good. <laughs> He's got some. We've got another song, or we've got another album kind of in the canon, and he, he wrote one of them. He's like a great songwriter, too. Yeah. He's got all that yard waste stuff floating around on the internet that's all four track. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. For all those researchers out there <laughs> or whatever. You got RJ playing lead guitars on Stuntman. Not anymore. Yeah, he plays. Oh, on he, Stuntman. Yeah, yeah, he plays like it seems like a little bit He's, on all your records in some fashion. Yep, yeah, I he always gets a solo. Yeah, I throw him a, a solo. <laughs> He's too good. Yeah, and then Cody's also playing bass on uh, "You Can Live Forever in Paradise on Earth." Mm-hmm. Heather was yep done by yeah. That it was just a th- it was just a three piece. Um, from that album up through the self-titled one, um, which was kind of nice because we it was like a small group you could just get together and really knock stuff out, yeah, all the time. But yeah, he's like the he's probably the best guitar player in the band too, Cody. I don't like I hate so, people like that. Like I know like be, they're just good at you everything. You can be good at one thing. That's cool. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a it's drives you nuts. I love False Start on that record. Especially mm-hmm. love that guitar solo. That's you, right? That's me. Hell yeah. yeah. Going full Weezer on it or something. <laughs> or Frank Sinatra. It's like It sounds exactly like Fly Me to the Moon or something. <laughs> the solo. You're right. It does. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. You got to sneak those in there. That's so funny. Is that Sinatra? I don't even know who sings "Fly Me to the Moon." I think it, just it is. Like a crooner. It's yeah, it's a crooner, and if it's a crooner, it's probably Frank. Yeah, or at least Frank like, did a did a version of not, it. Maybe yeah, not R.I.P. Frank. R.I.P. The um, oh god, why my space is his name? Tony Bennett. Who? Tony Bennett. Yeah. yeah. You had a busy twenty twenty two. You released a few singles. Yes. Your third record, a beer can and a bouquet. Mm-hmm. Love the opener on that record, Idaho. Thanks. What's that song about? It's about Cody. I feel like oh. I told him it wasn't, but uh-huh. yeah, he moved away. <laughs> <laughs> I've had other. Fr- I've had friends that like you know. That's like a hot destination after college too. For real? Um, yeah. I don't know why there's like a pipeline from Michigan to like Montana and uh-huh. Salt Lake and. All that shit. Okay, like so not necessarily just... Idaho, but just like the general region. Yeah, they just love it there. It's like like moth to a flame. These kids <laughs> love it. <laughs> not me, not ever. Dude, that that is just a ripper of a track. Thanks. Did you hear the ACDC oh, riff in the? I did hear a little bit of. There's a little that thing. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I like the last song on that record a lot too. There's no rock and roll mm-hmm. no more. Death Liquid Mike. Yeah. That's uh that's like an interpolation of um thirteen by Big Star, pretty much. Oh, for real? Kinda, yeah. 
Yeah, it is juicy. Because they got it? that line yeah. where it's like, "There's no rock and roll is here to stay." Uh-huh. Come inside where it's okay. Yeah, and I'm just like, no, it's not. No, it's gone. <laughs> that one's about if Bob. That's the one's about when Bob Pollard dies. Oh shit, that makes sense. But then it's dead. Yeah, I'm. I could talk about him all day. You know, yo, one of those guys. Me too. I read. I read his book a couple years ago. Not Which his one? book, but the book about <laughs> him. What is it? Uh, oh, um, it's on the show. The close you are. Yeah, I have not read that one. I've only read the thirty-three and a third. The B thousand one. That's good too. Mm-hmm. Um, closer you are, really like lit some creative spark in me. Like I hadn't written songs in years, and I read that book, and I was like, I want to write songs again. I like, I feel like I yeah. need to, like as an American. Yeah, for sure. And it, it's like, and it gives you the excuse that you can. You know, yeah, you could be like sixty years old and be like, "Yeah, I can, I can get back into this." And just like he is so, I don't know. He there's that that immediacy to like what he does too, where it's like mm-hmm. he writes something that has to be recorded in that moment. Yeah, I can definitely see where that lands yeah. with you. For sure, yeah. I don't think there's. I think that's just like no one embodies the spirit of rock and roll like that band. Yeah, dude. They're just, you know, trying to get in and rip it up. What's your favorite guy to buy voices song? Uh, Girls of Wild Strawberries. Yo. From, yes. From, uh, what's it? Uh, I can't from Isolation Drills, right? No, it's not from Isolation no, Drills. It's from the, the other hi-fi the, record. The blue one. Yeah. I don't know why I'm spacing it right now. I'm kicking myself. That's a Some great fan, song. Huh? Yeah, that's a that's a great album. Half Smiles of the Decomposed. That's right. There it is. Yeah, that's a great. That might be like top three for me. I love that album. What's your favorite? Jar- Everyone's got a different favorite. Jar of Cardinals. Great album too. Yeah, yeah. Vampire and Titus is sick. Yeah. Um, I saw Tony Molina cover Jar of Cardinals in like 2013 and it was fucking amazing yeah that's i um that's kind of how i found him was because of that cover of wandering boy um, yeah 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 such a good song (laughs) i love gbv man yeah um you gotta it makes me want yeah it just like makes me want to be in a band i think Mm -hmm. that's what that band does um my feet up. so you also got a new band drain county mm-hmm. y'all dropped a four song ep called sucked out how did how did that band start um dave i'm in that band with dave and he wrote valium and it's like parts of those other songs too great track valium is a yeah fun, great track yeah that's that one's awesome i love that one and then he's from charmer Dave is, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah. Um, and we've been playing together in shows since that band started back in like 2015 or something. But we've always been friends, but we've never like kind of wrote together. So we were finally like, well, we live in the same town. Let's just start writing. And then Zach plays on that too. Mm-hmm. And it's just us like kind of fumbling through like drums and 
recording at home. Yeah. But yeah, that was fun. And we were going to put a Drain County album out, but, and I had, um, but by the time, or like once we had started writing it, like the self-titled record kind of had its day in the sun and kind of like blew, you know, it didn't blow up, but it like, you know, I finally had people listening to it. Yeah. And then it was like, well, let's just throw some of these songs. We had like four of them ready for the Drain County thing. Let's just throw them towards the next Liquid Mike album. So that that band might be kind of done. I Maybe not done, but it's on a hiatus. We've never even played a show together. It was just like a fun recording project for us. Mm-hmm. I think they were kind of, they wanted to, something outside of Charmer to, um, you know, scratch that itch for them. Yeah. And just to kind of like, do it yourselves and have fun. Yeah. Now you're like, let's put it on the liquid mic bandwagon. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> let's, let's ruin all the, all the genuine charm. So sell out your new record self-titled came out earlier this year. You record that one yourselves mm-hmm. too. Yep. At home. Yep. Sounds, it sounds great. I think it's the best sounding record that you've done. Right. I think we're fine. We're, we, we keep trying to get closer to the center mm-hmm. somehow of really dialing it in. Yeah. And I like the way that one came out. It's a lot brighter and I love, Yeah. I, sl- I slammed the shit out of it, which I like to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love the sound of like, like, um, like old music videos on YouTube that were like ripped, obviously ripped from VHS. Yeah. Like there's that, there's that video, um, of teenage fan club playing star song. It's like the most popular version of that music video mm-hmm. on YouTube or mm-hmm. something, but it's, it sounds way better than the album, I think. Cause it's just like just set all the drums are hitting way harder and there's no dynamics. I think it sounds awesome. Yeah, dude, that's funny. Cause I was listening and I'm not like, I'm not accustomed to listening to drums unless I'm like consciously trying to, but this mm-hmm. one I was like, man, drums are fucking popping on this thing. Mm-hmm. You can get a, you know, eventually that gets tiring on your ears, but when it's only 18 minutes, you know? Yeah. Right. You can you can be as loud as you want for twenty minutes. <laughs> no one will care. It's a great energy on that record too. Thanks. Your guitar playing is really great. Like you're leveling up on writing leads. I think. Yeah, that was. Uh, it's just every song has got a a guitar lead. Yeah, it's like a lick. Yeah, dude. Um, Which wasn't always the case. Yeah, and it's not like it was something that was missing. But it's like you add it in there and it's like, oh, shit, this is a level up, I think. Thank you. Thanks. And Zach's playing bass now in the band? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, he'll take songs home and just think about bass lines, yeah. which is nice. It's so good to have that kind of energy. And he's like always been like a big fan of like the bands that I've been in. Um He's always like hyped us up a lot, so it's like it was kind of scary for like to let him in at first because I was like, no, but you like this. <laughs> I don't want it to get like you know, you turn it into like a job or whatever. But he's loving it. That's great. I love when and we love having him. <laughs> Shouts out to Zach. 
holding in a cough as a song that's just been hitting, especially because mm-hmm. I'm listening to this at work so much. It's that line. What do you do? I it's an office job. It's boring. Yeah. Um. But like, I haven't been there too long. But the feeling of like, by the time I'm thirty, I'll be thirty-five is like, yep. Yeah. I know. That's my life just, now. Shit flies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a fun one. Um, I think Rav 4 is like probably my favorite Liquid Mike song. Speaking of cars. Good. Yeah, good. I like when the last song, when people like the last song. Yeah. Or whatever. That's basically the last song. It's like Violent Inside on uh, Of All Things I'll Soon Grow Tired. Yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah. There's just I've a had great... that car. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I've had that car for my whole life. Oh, it's for real? Like, it, won't, it won't die. <laughs> yeah, but it's like shit's going wrong all the time now, and it just like just bums me out. It seems like it just leaks, and I'm not ready to say goodbye yet. Yeah, it's just a great like dynamic on there. Like when you hit that chorus and your voice kind of elevates, it's like, yeah, man, that's what Thanks. it's about. Mm-hmm. I think that this is your best record and it's you know kind of joked about there not being a lot out there about you but it's like people are starting to find out about what you've been doing it's exciting it is it's scary it was it's so weird yeah when it first you know kind of took its leap or whatever yeah because i was like i was like getting ready for bed and i was like I was just seeing like people buying it. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't even like think about it. And I looked, there was like 25 people listening at once. I was like, something's going on wrong. Uh huh. But then I, yeah, I went on Twitter and then I like deleted Twitter. I like, <laughs> just didn't even want to look at it. That is like not my world at all. Yeah. But, um, but I've, you know, I put my, my big boy pants on and I, I can, I can handle it now. Yeah. But it's weird. Like strangers talking about you. I've like tried to avoid that. Right. Stereo gum is coo- like, hey, this is a cool thing. Everybody should check it out. Yeah. I'm like, are you sure you got the right guy? <laughs> That's pretty much what I was thinking for that first <laughs> month or whatever, but I'm happy. Like, you know, this is what it's all been about. You know, I was hoping it would get to that point, but Yeah. Like secretly. Like Yeah. It would be nice. Yeah. We'd still be doing the same shit though. Otherwise, we probably would have put the album out by now again. But yeah, and you got we're um, trying to we're trying to do things right from now on a little bit instead of just spamming the world with right record after record. <laughs> I used to with the Mike TV stuff. I used to like I'd have all those demos of the songs and I'd put the album out like months before the official one would come out, and then no one but no one would listen to it. It was just for me to listen to, uh-huh. like. <laughs> But now I can't pull that shit anymore. That'd be funny though. <laughs> Start leaking really bad versions of the songs. Um you got a vinyl pressing of it? Yeah. Now? Kitchy yeah, Spirit. Yeah, my whole. Mhm. Yeah, he was uh Chris is awesome. Chris and Anna, they like moved up here from Madison. They live in somewhere even more secluded in Calumet. But they opened up a record store up there, and it's like it's the only record store in the UP that has anything that's like DIY or punk or like fringe anything. Yeah, 
which is like awesome for you know the rest of the world up there but they put on this thing called Youp Fest too that we just played every year. I saw and they that. Just get, yeah, they play with the mall. Yeah, yeah they were the awesome. Show. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was. Um, they were amazing. I love but Mark. That project is so fucking cool. It was bizarre walking through Cali. Like, if you saw this town, um, I'm sure there's towns like this in Indiana too. But it's like going through a time machine. Yeah. Um. It's like all the buildings are like 130 years old, and it's and then you're just hearing this like weird synthy punk music playing. It's like pitch black outside, and there's like lights. Yeah, you can see some of the locals kind of like gawking at it, but I think they really liked it too. That rocks. What was it like yeah. getting that record for the first? Uh, yeah, time? Yeah, it's like dream come true. Yeah, I've tried to make. I wanted to make vinyl since high school. Yeah, and then I f- we finally did it, and. Yeah, I was scared because I didn't master it for vinyl. It was just like the you know we just did it all ourselves. I was like, hope this doesn't sound like shit. Uh huh. And it sounds exactly like the the MP3. I don't know what master you know. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? What is? I don't know what mastering for vinyl does. I'm sure it does something, but and that's probably dumb of me to say. But I'm so <laughs> glad it came. I'm I'm just more relieved than anything that it right, sounded. That it good. doesn't sound like I, I, ass. Yeah, I was like, maybe this is like gonna come out so bad, <laughs> but it worked, so I'm happy. But yeah, Chris put it. Chris put our album out, um, so we're trying to move those. Fucking but awesome! Yeah, I'm dude. super, super excited. Yeah, more stuff on the way. More stuff on the way. Yeah, always. Some, yeah, always. Yeah, not not anytime too soon, but probably early next year. I'm thinking. Oh yeah, looking forward to it, dude. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a good good chat. Hell yeah.